Hey church, we just heard an incredible message that we believe is for you. So get ready to be encouraged, to be strengthened. This will change your life. We love you so much. Hey, love all of you so, so much. Happy New Year! Wow, 2019 is here. We made it. So exciting. Uh, Every leader who is listening right now. Uh, so, so thankful for you. All of you who are in this room, thankful for you. Uh, so first leadership talk of the year. Let's go to Revelation. I'm not kidding. Uh, Revelation. Yes, let's go to the book of Revelation. We're going to talk about the mark of the beast. No, we're not. We're not. Revelation chapter 2. Revelation chapter 2. I want to begin reading in verse number to, as a quick aside, just so you know, the book of Revelation should not be a book that is feared at all. As a matter of fact, the uh, John who, who wrote it said, you'll be blessed. You know, this is a good book. Read this. It's healthy for you. But, you know, we brought a lot of doom and gloom and fear uh, in, into the book that... Um, Ought not be there. But anyway, uh, let's go to Revelation chapter 2, verse number 1. To the angel of the church in Ephesus write, These are the words of him who holds the seven stars in his right hand and walks among the seven golden lampstands. I know your deeds, your hard work, and your perseverance. I know that you cannot tolerate wicked people, that you have tested those who claim to be apostles but are not, and have found them false. You have persevered and have endured hardships for my name and yet have not grown weary. I love that right there. Yet I hold this against you. You have forsaken the love you had at first. Consider how far you have fallen. Repent and do the things you did at first. If you do not repent, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place. Um, your first love. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, since we're starting off this year, these are the words of Jesus speaking to the church in Ephesus, and he celebrates them for so many things, their hard work, their perseverance. Uh, they didn't grow weary. Um, uh, they kept fighting, kept putting one foot in front of the other. They could have given up, but they didn't give up. A lot of good things, a lot of, a lot of hard work, a lot of uh, showing up early, staying yeah. late, a lot of hey, we've got Cultivate Conference and we've got to set up a whole massive screen and then in one day tear it down in one day and get it all set back up at church on the same day. Uh, hard work, hard work, hard work. Uh, I've got, we've got some outreach initiatives that we're going to be doing and we need the team to show up early and love on people and get a little bit dirty. Dirty. Hard work, hard work, uh, hard work. Uh, we need some toilets clean. We need some buildings painted. We need some uh, people visiting in the hospital, hard work, hard work. We need you to show up early for huddle uh, before everybody else. And I know it's your day where you're not supposed to be working, but it's almost like you are. And now here you are at church early and you're here all day long. And then you got to tear a bunch of stuff down after you've torn a bunch of stuff up. Hard work, hard work. And he celebrates them uh, for this. Just so you know, work is actually a good thing. It's uh, happened before the fall. Yeah. Okay, before yeah. before they ever sinned, God told them to work. Yeah. So uh, so work is actually a good thing. It, it is from God. So he celebrates all of this. Then he says, man, I've got this against you. Uh, you, you lost the love you had at first. So you're working hard, but you lost the love. Wow. You're persevering, but you lost the love. 
He's just saying, I, I don't want you in all the work that you're doing and all the serving and all the giving and all the blessing and all the encouraging that you're doing. Don't lose the love. And I, I just want to make sure we start off this 2019 with this for every single person who's on our serve team, every person who is a part of Shoreline City. I'm thankful for your hard work. I'm thankful that we go all in. I love that we're not a lazy church. I love that. I love that we're willing to come early and stay late. I love that. And I don't ever want to lose that. But the thing I don't want to lose even more than that is our love for Jesus. And we have to keep that at the forefront. That's got to keep our, that's our motivator. That's our yeah. fire. Yeah. That's our energy. That's our engine. That's our fuel. So this is what keeps us going. It's our relationship with him. It's the person yeah. of Jesus Christ. And if we ever get off of that, right. I'm telling you, people who are a whole lot better than us yeah. have fizzled out and yeah. burned out. Yeah. Their churches are no longer around. Their families are no yeah. longer around. Their organizations yeah. are no longer around because they lost sight of their first love. Yeah. And I'm asking us not to do that. Don't replace love with legalism, okay? Don't do that. It's very, very easy to pl- replace love with legalism. I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do that. I got and, and yes, there are things to be done, but you want the things that have to be done to come out of a place of love. Uh, that does not mean it always feels good. Does that mean it's always happy? Doesn't mean I always have goosebumps. I'm not talking about that. Love is a decision. But at the same time, please understand that I don't want us to drift into legalism. Keep the love at the forefront because you can have prayer times and it can become so ritualistic and the love gets lost. Does that mean you shouldn't have prayer times? Of course not. Please be on your face. Please be praying. Please turn on that worship music in your car. Make sure you do that. It is so healthy for your soul. But even the most beautiful things can drift into legalism. If you and I don't remember who we are in him and who we were without him and how his grace brought us to the place we are right now. So don't let legalism. Another thing I don't want to steal our love is loss. Don't let loss steal your love. So good. That's awesome. Okay? Loss is something that can suck the life out of love. Because the pain's real. The disappointment is real. The heartache is real. The, uh, the sleepless nights are real. The anxiety is real. The, whole, the darkness is real. So you just have to, you have to make a decision now that, that you're, the loss is not going to take a, take, remove the love. It's not, it's not, you're not going to take the love you have for Christ and the love that he ultimately has for you. Take that off of the center and then put the loss at the center and ask your love to bow to the loss. No, you want your loss to bow to the love that, that Christ has for yeah. you and you have this for him. So you just have to keep yeah. that yeah. in its right perspective. Okay, I'm not able yeah. to dig into that super deep right now because it's a quick leadership talk. Uh, uh, but then the last uh, little L uh, that I want to share with you is don't allow you looking to the future mm-hmm. to wow. remove the love wow. that you have for Jesus and Jesus has for you. That's so good. You and I can get so, oh, I can't wait for this. I can't wait for that. And when it doesn't happen, you and I somehow think that our relationship with God and it begins to wane and it gets a little dull and it gets a little boring and it gets a little, 
uh, zapped of life. And I, I just want to make sure you understand that God's dream for your future is bigger than your dream for your future. And, and his desire for your future is stronger than your desire for your future. But he just wants to make sure your relationship with him is intact as you head into your future. Okay, so don't allow the future that God has for you to become an idol that you begin to lose that relationship and that love that you have. I want that to stay active and strong for all of us. So what is it that you need to do to make sure you don't you don't lose the love? Uh, he, he says here, do the things you did at first. Yeah. I, I don't know what that is, you know, for you, but maybe that's you getting on your knees again. Maybe you stop doing it just really practically in your prayer times. You, you stop getting on your knees. You used to do that. Maybe there was a time you used to actually journal, but you just stopped journaling and it was, but it was healthy for your soul. Maybe there was a time that you were, you were really, really diligent to make sure you were going and feeding the poor, but you've just kind of let that fall by the wayside, but it did something to help your love stay intact and engaged. Maybe uh, there was a time you used to be really, really passionate about serving and praying for those that were in leadership above you and leadership beside you, but you stopped doing those things. I'm just saying, go back to doing some of the things that you did at first to help remind you who you are and whose you are because I want us to be a church that's so so in love with Jesus that when people get around us they cannot help but experience him they can't they can't help but go man What's different about you? Why are you treating me like this? And it's not like, oh, I'm a super duper Christian. No, I just have received his love. I'm loving him back. And it's just spilling out on everybody all over me. And I'm far from perfect, but I know I'm loved. And I don't do everything right, but I know I'm loved. And I've got this dance, this relationship that I have with God. And it is so incredibly life-giving. Let that be our testimony this year. Lives will be changed and transformed. We're going to grow. We're going to be better. All of that's going to happen. But let it not be a a loveless move of God. Uh, Let it be a move of God, our relationship with God that's saturated in deep, profound, authentic, genuine, sincere love. Because that's what he has for us. And that's what we get to give back to him. Hey, I love you leaders so, so much. I'm praying for you, praying for your hearts. I'm excited about the future. God bless you guys. Serve Team, we love you. Thank you so much for using your gifts and your talents to make it honor as it is in heaven. We pray that today's talk has pushed you forward in your development as a leader. You are loved, you're valued, and you're believed in. Can't wait to see you on Sunday or in one of our connect groups.